sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that's Sean Sides. How you doing? Good, sir. You busy man these days getting your apartment all set up? Yeah, man. So I take control of it on Wednesday and I've got like all the flat out paperwork done. Uh, Insurance. uh, I've got New Brunswick power coming in to give me electricity. I got uh, a (laughs) void check so they can take money out of my account. And then I bought like a thousand dollars worth of stuff on Amazon the other day. Holy shit. What kind of stuff like Uh, like kitchen shit or what? Yes, and then I got like well, because like Black Friday, all that stuff. Yeah. So I bought a brand new TV. Oh, I sweet. bought uh kitchen stuff. So I got plates, bowls, all that stuff. Uh, I got cutlery, knife set, nice. um, a coffee table, and then like I'm going through the ri- list. I'm like writing shit down of like things I need and the amount of money that I'm gonna have to like spend. Like it was like so much fun when like. I was slowly but surely accumulating things. And then the fact that I have to do this a fucking again is so annoying. (laughs) Yeah, that can be challenging for sure. When you're, you know, like the old Johnny Cash song, one piece at a time. (laughs) Yeah. So like now, now that I have like some things, I'm going to just go for essential. So my next big purchase is like a garbage can and then groceries and then groceries is always a bitch too. Cause you have to like get every condiment. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like like i have no ketchup right now i have yeah, no exactly. mustard like what am i gonna put on my eggs if i don't have mustard i don't understand <laughs> what i'm that gonna shit do adds up so fast like is there a costco down there there is a costco it's not a nice. third world country it's just well, like I, a rural part of canada i know but l- not a lot of rural places have fucking costcos and especially with the population but because it's i guess the main city at that point yeah. they it's have a capital do. city yeah i know okay. but it's just shocked me when i looked up the population and saw the size of it and was like jesus it's tiny yeah so like week one it's just gonna be like simple groceries and just like the essentials yeah. and then week two i think and also like i'm doing this around christmas time which is so fucking annoying <laughs> yeah, just like tough. oh not only like so like like i have like the beauty of like what do you want for christmas thomas if you want to get me like towels yeah fucking sweet that's awesome though too right for people for gift like gifting to you in the at the time period it's yeah. very helpful yeah like i don't even have fucking towels right now like i have to buy towels sean this that's is ridiculous crazy. Like, I have buy to, good and- towels nothing like a good towel like new towels i love that shit yeah you know the biggest shocker to me when i like i first got an apartment i didn't realize that curtains weren't part of the apartment <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, window coverings can kill you like it, it's insane to me like here i thought this whole time was just like curtains or it's just like no that's built into the house like you gotta screw it in and shit like like i know that you gotta buy mirrors and like dressers and shit like that but i always thought curtains and shower curtains just came with the house <laughs> but like sure you can replace these things but like the, the the fact that i have to go buy a curtain and then a long ass curtain to go with my like to go with the feel of the apartment is ludicrous to me. For sure. As like a single man out in the world, things that you don't consider or contemplate is the fact that you have to curtain your entire apartment by yourself. And it's like a taste thing too, because you want your place to look nice, but 
like myself, I mean, I wasn't known prior to having my own apartment as a like great curtain picker outer, you know, it's not a skill that I ever developed as a human being. So figuring that out is, is tricky. Like, do these curtains look fucking stupid? Are they short enough? Are they long enough? Are they wide enough? Like, yeah, you gotta do thing. like measurements and shit. Like the yeah. one blessing I have is like, my cousin here is like a carpenter and really good with like, uh, good with tools and all that fun stuff. So I'm just going to be like, Hey man, since you're here, I'm just like <laughs> setting up my curtain. Like, like, I can do these things. I just, I don't trust myself to do it right. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I put a de- security deposit on. I don't want, like, 87 fucking holes just for one. Like, honestly, if I was doing this near you, I'd be like, hey, Sean, you want to bring over the power drill and come over for a sec? And then I just get Yeah, for sure. It. Yeah, it's one of those things where you have to, like, one of the things that always gets me is, like, hanging pictures, especially when you have lots of them and you want them to, like, look nice and be perfect so like i'll sit down with a pen and a piece of paper and just do all the fucking math and get it like pinpointed on the walls it's a process yeah it's not just you don't just fucking slap it on if you want it to look nice right no it's exactly you gotta like measure and then you gotta make sure it's center and then like Mm -hmm. when i was a mover the amount of like hanging like the process of actually um the amount of like time it took to hang a picture is ludicrous to me it's like the measuring the pencil markings and all that right so this is dead center so we're gonna have this and then and then people like i want this to be the what you see when you in the room you just don't hang a picture willy-nilly like and then i just get art at some point too and like a ficus like 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 i know that these things aren't the important parts like i'm like a guy i would have been so happy with just having fold-out chairs and a tv to watch and i would have been okay (laughs) but like my basically friends after they get robbed yeah like honestly, Basically. I'm okay with that until like, oh, I can finally afford to get this thing. Then For I sure. can go get it. But like, I don't know. I bought a bed. I've got like, I don't know. I got so many fucking things on the way. And like, because like the setup here is so rural, I bought uh, part of that big like nine thing order ship came in today and they went to the fucking neighbor's house. Oh, geez. So like, my aunt went on like, charter settlement facebook group hey my nephew bought this did it go to anyone's house and the guy's like yeah it's over here come on over and get it that's so thank funny. god they didn't open it up and see nothing but hangers and a dish rack <laughs> that's funny yeah. yeah it's fun collecting things for a new place but it'll be even better once you're in there and you start settling it all into its places right that's yeah. the, like the money yeah no exactly um just the whole thing that's going into it so now i'm just slowly but surely gonna just cross off the list um sorry who's shirley this is an audio podcast sean you can't say jokes that i have to eye roll at no one's gonna see it (laughs) you know they don't get to see my stoic face looking back at you too like there's no grin it's just me all serious like (laughs) yeah yeah well look at me guys i'm sean i'm gonna say a joke that was an airplane yeah you like it yeah no so my big thing right now is just getting it all set up so i got some essential purchases I got to make like curtains The, you know, if it wasn't for Venetian blinds, it'd be curtains for all of us. <laughs> it was an That's old tough. dumb joke that my That's dad tough. used to say to me all the time. Yeah. I like it. It's nice to roll those out. <laughs> yeah. Um, the curtains so... I meant. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways. Okay. Um, Moving on. <laughs> so I was watching um, face off the other night. 
Nick Cage and John Travolta, one of the classic, iconic face removal movies that there are out there. Mm-hmm. I am familiar. Um, and so I see that John Travolta's character is a guy named Sean Archer. Hmm. I know a Sean Archer, and I love it when this happened. This has happened to me twice, where a character in the movie is also the name of a guy I know. Like it must be like a common occurrence. So like in Bad Company, Chris Rock's brother is a guy named Michael Turner, and then Chris Rock has to pretend to be Michael Turner because he's his twin brother Mm -hmm. and he's a spy, but he's not really. It's a whole fucking thing. And I was just like, and I would go to like. I was in grade six and I knew like I'm Mike Turner. I was like, you'll never fucking guess, buddy. I watched the movie Bad Company and you're fucking in it. That's and awesome. I'm watching Face Off. I'm like, I know a Sean Archer. That's fucking dope. Has that ever happened to you where you're like watching a movie and then the character's name is someone you know? It may have, but nothing that stands out because a lot of the people I know don't have names that you would commonly hear. And like our name, for instance, like Thomas or Sean Sides. Like, as if you're going to, well, eventually you'll hear it in every movie, but it'll be because we're the stars. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, in general, most people I know seem to have unique unique names. It's, it's not something that happens to well, me. You, you don't think that Kieran Hamilton is not a, just a, also, it also has happened to Martin. The, yeah. the, the recent Spider-Man game that came out, not the Miles Morales, the one just before that, the bad guy in that is Martin Lee. And it blows my fucking mind. That's cool. Like, I wish I could say that I had more of those because how much fun would it be? And like, I don't know if you remember, there was a movie years ago, but where the guy's name was Phil Collins. And he was like, my name was Phil Collins. Uh, I can't remember the one Jennifer Aniston's in it. It was like one of her earlier movies. But anyway, no, no, no. It was after that where they're working in an office and Office office space. Office space. Yeah, that's the one. Once I said office, I was like, but anyways, there's that scene in the movie where the guy's talking like I was fucking Phil Collins before Phil Collins became popular. And now everybody fucking calls like thinks that it's his name, but it's my fucking name. And like, yeah. that's how you'd want to be like, you'd want to protect your name if it was someone you didn't necessarily want representing your group of names. Well, like I had like a little bit of shade towards Taylor Swift when she copyrighted TS. I'm like, listen, Taylor. There's a lot of us out there. You don't get the copyright this. Yeah, that's oh, annoying. Fuck yourself. It's hard with initials when a large group of people takes your initials for like their own symbol or meaning. And then like, I can't really relate to that, but it would suck if like someone had like a dark notation behind them and then they took your initials. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be awful if some like evil group of people in history were just going by the SS. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, they fucking did the sons of bitches. Yeah. I can't have that. I can't have that back. I can't like have write that as like in a certain way. You know, you can still do it with the swirls, but no lines. Yeah. You do it see, with lines and you're fucking some psychopath. Like yeah, living see, in the... This is where you get to start talking to, to your parents and be like, listen, like I get Sean's a good, strong name, but you know, you follow up like my initials are SS. We could have done, and your dad should be able to relate with him being Steve Sides. Like, he has the SS problem, too. I think, honestly, his parents decided they wanted to take it back because he was born in 56. So after the war, they were like, I think we've healed enough as a nation. We can take it back. 11 years after the fact, they're like, yep. Yeah, they made this, like, wonderful man and gave it to him. And then he eventually had a son and was like, it didn't quite crack the nut in my time, but maybe my son can pull it out. That's where we are now today, and I'm still working on it, guys. It's not back. I can't fucking do it by myself. I know there's others out there. Yeah, so like it's a cool thing. So like, I just I wanted to happen. I, I it's actually a goal of mine to witness a movie where 
my name is used. I, well, I don't even give a shit. Like, if I'm watching Law and Order and Thomas Sides is the fucking murderer, <laughs> like, I'm super fucking down. Like, I can tell you, like, knowing this for sure, and roughly, I would say 20 years from now, the autobiography will be coming out and we'll see people playing us. So it'll be fun. Uh, probably. Uh, yeah, it's got to happen, right? Well, I mean, like, no one has done a movie based on a podcaster just yet. So it'll be breaking barriers. That's for damn sure. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. What an idea. Yeah, so I would love to see like some fictional character in like a comedy or sitcom, or maybe even Star Trek Discovery. What this is, Admiral Thomas Sides. How fucking sick would that be? Yeah, yeah, I like it too. And speaking of Discovery, how dope is season four? It's crazy, man. Like one episode in, and I'm already like, holy crap! Like I love (laughs) who am I talking to? You love the new uniforms? I love the new uniforms. I love the new uniforms. No mention, of course, of the uniform change because that's just not a thing. But no, I I don't know why. Like, there's never. I that's a one thing that this live action Star Trek lacks. It's all storytelling. There's no side joke. There's no like Buffy <laughs> was really good at just like side jokes or bringing back things or just like, calling out the obvious. Yeah, but then like th- like I remember like there's one scene in Buffy where the guy goes, you know what? With the team we have this year, with all the people coming back, and if we just have a little bit less mysterious deaths, we're going to take it all the way. And I'm just like, that is fucking great dialogue. And I kind of <laughs> wish they, that Star Trek had that. You know what? Like, just like a scene where, like, um, what's it? Uh, her name's not Lily. What's the, the redhead's name? Tilly. Tilly. Thank you. I just want to see Michael Burnham and Tilly being like, yo, these new unis are fucking fire, man. Yeah, like, no these kidding. Are dope <laughs> we deserve that scene it would be pretty I just, funny uh, like it's a nothing scene to write in like it's just casual banter 100%. and it's episode one right so they could still there's still time where they'd be like oh yeah like or like you're trying to reach for something and ah man the new unions are tight like, <laughs> just give or, us something <laughs> or what i'm really hoping because like what we saw in episode one is saru's coming back so like there's probably been time while Saru's been away and they've been doing missions and stuff. So they're probably already used to the new unis. That's so true. I'm thinking Saru comes back and be like, fuck, I look fly in this. He's like long as hell too, right? So the tailoring needs to be on point for him. Oh, the, like his shape. Garrett, uh, Garrett level, level tailor for him. Oh yeah, that's for sure. I want to say like, I watch, obviously I watch Star Trek with Crystal, like Discovery is, she loves it. You know what I mean? But she pointed out to me in, in one scene in the show and I was like, you can't, you're hundred percent right. There's so many badass bitches in Star Trek Discovery. It's crazy. Like well, they're just fucking badass, you know, like so I many. Love it. And like, I think it started with like your hurrah and like that, like that broke down barriers. Like, we have the first female black captain on all of the Star Trek series. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I mean, we've had w- w- female captains forever. What one thing I'm waiting for is I would love to see, and we mentioned this before, I want to see a non-human captain. Yeah, for sure. That'll have to come. Like, look at all of Starfleet. How has there not been a Vulcan captain? There has been, like you see in some of the other shows, there's times where you like... But are they other... for a Vulcan ship or a Starfleet ship? Starfleet. I haven't seen one. I don't recall any time where I've seen a Vulcan captain. Just keep your seatbelt buckled and you'll come across one soon yeah. enough, sir. Yeah. Uh, there, there's just like things like that where I, I want to see like now that 
like also i'm fucking loving nog as a starfleet uh, officer and yeah. i want to see a ferengi captain i want to see uh fucking like i want to see any species I, I don't like i don't get why we don't get Worf showing up being a captain of his own ship i guess now i know now we we find out why he wouldn't get i just found out why he would never get his own command right but like i'm saying like i just want to see like i want to see more klingons in starfleet and i want to see more alien races taking the reins as captain yeah there's nothing wrong with what you're saying for sure we need to see more of that so one other thing i wanted to ask you about discovery while we're on it did you think that the president of the federation is a cardassian well like some form of like they didn't say her race but mm. her ridges on her face and that little like spot down the middle of her forehead really made me think that she was like half cardassian or something like that or, or partial partial cardassian sorry you know what man there's so many different alien species mm-hmm. that the thought just didn't occur to me Fair enough. No, I just it bought like I've watched a lot of DS9, obviously, and you see a lot of the Cardassians in that. And I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ, like sh- her facial structure is that of a Cardassian, just less pronounced. Makes yeah. me curious to hear if we get more of her story or whatnot as the seasons progress. Yeah, I we're, oh, there's oh, there's definitely going to be some conflict there. Like I hated how much she was just like, are you sure you're going to be doing that? And you're just like, fuck off let her run the ship for sure like i, I get like... that michael burnham is a bit of a fucking wild card but you know who else was a bit of a wild card captain jean-luc picard of the enterprise all right if he didn't get stabbed in the heart he would not be the badass captain we know and love today <laughs> and he is known for breaking fucking orders and then stopping the borg i also <laughs> recently watched first contact again Nice. You can't deny, like, obviously, the first captain we ever really got to know, James T. Kirk. Yeah. He'd be, like, extreme fucking rebel. Like, cheated on the, uh, what's the name of that test? The uh, Kobayashi Maru. Yeah, which was awesomely referenced in uh, episode Episode one one. as well. Yeah, it was a pretty no-win scenario that they were looking at at times there in that episode. I do want to say, like, as much as I always praise Star Trek, every once in a while there's episodes or scenes that are either poorly acted or just stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> they've happened in every series but i like there was a scene in uh, episode one where i was just like like come on guys this is fucking stupid the, what scene um, was it? it was with book and his brother and the nephew it just didn't touch me the way they were maybe trying to make it touching i thought it was dumb and i think maybe... you have to go back to season three to like rekindle that I liked it, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it just seemed out of place, like, the way it, it didn't seem like a good interaction between an uncle and, a, like, their nephew and the dad. It just, it was, it just bugged me, and then they fixed it in the end. They took care of that for me. They made yeah. it all better by the time the episode ended, right? So. By, like, no spoilers, but I'm going to spoil it. By destroying his home planet? Yeah, and killing them both, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I can't really, like, feel bad about the bad, like, that moment anymore because I don't have to fucking deal with them anymore. Wow, you're heartless. Fucking heartless. Uh, No, it was pretty, a lot more sad than that. I just thought that it'd be a funny take on that scene instead of, you know, being like, oh, my fucking God. How cool is it, though, to see a fucking planet destroyed? How cool is that scene? Like, to witness that and to look at it is like, holy fuck, like pretty damn cool whatever this spatial anomaly is that they're dealing with in this season it should be interesting what i really like 
about or I find it very weird is there isn't like an enemy. It is a thing in space that's going to fuck up everyone's life. Yeah. Some wave like pulse. We don't know. Yeah. Like acts of fucking God are destroying the fucking universe and it's up to Starfleet to stop it, which is a thing. Like, I don't know. Do you want to talk more about Discovery? Because I can keep going. Why not throw a few words at it? Let's hear it. Because, like, I have a thing about Discovery that I want to share. Not Discovery, DS9 that I've absolutely been loving. We'll transition into that right after this Discovery comment brought to you by Thomas Sides. Well, no, it's not a Discovery comment. I want to go to DS9. Oh, let's go. Okay, yeah. Because, like, so Discovery has, like, it's always an anomaly, and it's a new anomaly, and they have to fucking figure it out to fix it. Like, But now I'm watching... um, I'm watching DS9 and know my favorite part of DS9 is you go season after season and you know what happens? Nothing is resolved. Like, mm-hmm. like you get amazing endings to seasons, amazing yeah. ending, ending to seasons and great story arcs and all that, but none of it's resolved. Like the dominion war is ongoing and then you get new enemies that are just joining the other side and then, you think you have allies, and then boom, you have more enemies. And is anything resolved? Fucking no, it isn't. And yeah. here we are, just still going on, ready for fucking battle. And I gotta say, season six, I have blitzed through it because it is fucking phenomenal. Isn't it? It's like one of the best seasons ever. Yeah. Like the like, I thought season five was really good because like they get you going with the Dominion War and yeah, very uh, good season. And like I thought, like cool, they'll just wrap up the Dominion War and like nope. What they did is they fucking sacrificed DS9, gave it back to the Cardassians for a power play to re uh, to to assemble with the fucking fleet, and they put mines everywhere to blocking off the fucking wormhole. I'm like, this is metal as fuck, isn't it? It's such a good fucking season. Are you finished all of season six now? Or I have quite? three more episodes left of season six. Nice, you're and there, there have been amazing episodes. I texted you the other day. Uh, yeah, season uh, season six, episode nineteen, Pale Moonlight, where yeah. you're just getting. Cisco's reenactment of the fucking dirty play he did to get the Romulans to join Starfleet in the war efforts against the Dominion. I was losing my mind in that. Episode. Seeing Garrick at work is just a fucking oh, masterpiece. And, see, and seeing Garrick just be a fucking conniving son of a bitch. Oh and yeah, like he made the right call because you need you need the Romulans. You you oh, have yeah. to, but. I mean, at what price? And then at the end of the episode, he goes, but I can sleep at night knowing that this is done. I want fucking Cisco, you fucking art of war reading motherfucker. I love this shit. Isn't it like insane to think too? That was like what? 1999 2000 like how fucking dark that episode is there wasn't a lot of that on tv at the time and it bothered some fans because it's like this is a fucking starfleet captain who's literally fucking thrusting an entire race into a war that like Mm. will impact the entire quadrant of space like it's fucking big big bears you know and then they're also introducing section 31 when they Mm -hmm. take bashir like that was a badass episode too where I get iffy is I'm trying to remember does section 31 show up because it's in the incarnation of Starfleet. They're very clear on that. So is section 31 show up in the original series? I don't think so. Not that I can recall ever. The okay. only time that we've ever seen them really is latter seasons of DS9, a little bit in Enterprise, which comes after DS9 okay. in the like 
production as well as the new movies like yeah the, the, uh, the new movies that are the, the section That's 31 it. when they have like the warships ready for Klingon uh, yeah and now Discovery Klingon. like in the early seasons obviously played the section 31 as well but it's like a newer concept I think brought on by DS9 like as far yeah. as I know because like I like I think we talked about this before but I would love a fucking section 31 series yeah. like they've talked full. of it yeah Michelle Yeoh like isn't that yeah. how you pronounce it? I think yeah. she was going to be the like lead character in a Section Thirty One show, potentially still coming. That'd be fucking badass because that whole concept, and you can do that at any time. So yeah. she goes back to like I'm not sure if she's still in an original time or not. We don't know. Yeah, so that would be fucking cool to have if you can watch the incarnation of Section Thirty One. Like we're going to create this whole peaceful unit of planets, and then just discover go through space. Also, over here, don't look at it. We're going to have this secret organization of do not fuck with us. For sure. I don't know that like Gene Roddenberry would have been okay with Section 31 because it is like the whole point of Starfleet and the Federation is that we've evolved past the point of being warmongers. And like, Mm. obviously, you need something that can break the rules to be able to protect. But it's also like a very big gray area it's like, like a necessary evil man like you, yeah you, they were even saying it in that episode of ds9 like the the romulans have the tell she are the uh the uh cardassians have um what's it the the cardassians have they're uh, fucking it's drawing i'm drawing a blank too but i know yeah. what you're talking about but all these other like uh alien species have their own grouping yeah. of we will special forces basically. yeah we will fuck with you and the rules do not apply with us to us yeah yeah it's a tricky call like i don't know it like i i like it too because it's interesting but it also like i don't know it, it's a little bit of dirty yeah it it is dirty but no I'm, I'm super on board so i'm having a blast with ds9 i got like three episodes left and then uh, I'm on the final season, which I'm assuming that this Dominion War does not get resolved in season six. And also, thank you for not spoiling the fact that Alexander shows up because he does. And I'm kind of happy that he's not as whiny fucking loser like he was. Like, it was so hard to like him as a kid. I don't know what yeah. it is about TNG not writing children properly. For sure. They just or like them- Alexander was t- like, I fucking know. Uh, he was a like, tough character. I wanted to like feel for him. Like, yeah, your mom died and your father's work. Life is going to be hard for you, kid. But also yeah. at the same time, you're not making it easy for yourself. No, this is true. So I, I get I, like, I get where why Worf abandoned him. You know what I mean? I totally I don't think get he it. abandoned him. Abandoned him. I just think he realized that I can't give you the upbringing you need. The upbringing I had is the one that you need. I'm going to yeah. give you to my grand, my parents. Like for sure like these crazy Russians that raised me. He had to go like womanize the universe, right? I get that. Fuck. And now he's married to Dax. Like I was kind of hoping that Bashir and Dax would always get together, but I'm kind of really <laughs> happy that they never did. Yeah, for sure. It makes it almost better to like, cause they did in real life. Yeah. Uh, no, they didn't. I don't think so. I think I'm it was- sure they got married and divorced. You're thinking of uh, Kira. It was Kira, Kira and Bashir that got married. <laughs> Yeah, and they had a kid together as well. No, oh, good for them. I think they were together like the first four seasons or something like that, and then they divorced, but we're still able to work together, which is crazy too. Yeah, that's 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 amicable. I like that. Um, also, uh, what I, I what I don't like is how you get like this badass episode of Pale Moonlight, and it is 
like I got a fucking hard on for that episode the whole time. I'm like, fucking Star Trek is so fucking metal. And then we get this like sappy, like Odo doesn't know how to talk to Kira right now. So he's going to go to this Frank Sinatra knockoff and then uh, get like women advice from him. And then we're going to have this sappy. Like it was a cute episode and I'm happy for Odo. But at the same time, what the actual fuck it's a tough follow-up episode i've come to like appreciate i hated that fucking episode when it like first aired because like you said you know in the pale moonlight is so bad and then you transition to the next episode and you're like what in the hell but it's like a good episode and the more like if you rewatch it in years to come you'll appreciate that episode more and like vic fontaine i like that character i hated him at first i hated that character but i really liked it i really like him now like is he gonna come back because i feel like his like the fact that he knows that he's a hologram and can also like shut himself off and then all of that he's too self-aware yeah it's just like a playful character it's funny like when what you're talking about like dr moriarty and next generation and that kind of shit like i don't the intention I don't think was ever to go there, but it's interesting nonetheless when you think about the complexity of holodeck characters and like mm-hmm. the AI basically, like future technology of AI, which is interesting. Yeah, it's insane to me because like I'm watching this going like he's too self-aware. This is a problem. If he's able to communicate with Odo, that's a problem. <laughs> no, like Hey, yeah, I don't know. It, it is interesting in that sense, and I, I agree with what you're saying. That, that means he can turn very... himself on, Sean. This is an issue. Yeah, and you're fucking with, like, people's lives, too. You know, yeah. it's a computer and, program and that's, like, it is, tricking it, people. It's a computer program that's on their equivalent of a USB. Like, Odo yeah. had to go get him, plug him in to go enjoy this. If he's communicating with Odo without being plugged in, and this is not setting off any alarms... I see what you're saying. This but at the same Skynet time, happened, man. You're hoping, like, if you look at the Moriarty spin, that character followed the character of Moriarty. Mm-hmm. If you look at, like, a Frank Sinatra-style knockoff, like you said, mm-hmm. I think he'll follow the Frank Sinatra-style knockoff tendencies. Yeah, I get it. But I just don't saying... create, like, a bad fucking hologram and give it too much power. Yeah, like, also, like, there's just the fact that like the members of Starfleet or the members of DS9 are just super accessible is insane to me. Yeah, I don't disagree. It would be fucked up if like you like in this day and age, you start getting fucking phone calls from Facebook or something telling you about a a meme that you might want to check out or. Yeah, like it's crazy (laughs) to me. And then the fact that the head of security is just going like, I don't want to talk to you right now, buddy. He's not real, Odo. This is a problem. This is a problem in the fucking... <laughs> You're the head of security, man. Secure this shit. Yeah, you have. You make very valid points, sir. <laughs> oh. That's fucking funny. So, yeah. um, Kind of all I have to say about DS9 right now, that it's just yeah. super fucking metal. Like, Be I patient, because there's some other episodes that are suspect that will yeah. follow. Oh, another great episode is where uh, Worf and Dax go on that mission, and then she gets, like, wounded. Because... I've seen the final like picture of the cast. Like I'm assuming Dax leaves. What? No, well, Dax does not leave. Dax does not leave because what? Whatever Dax, like, like is it still Jedzia? What? 
Like, what do you mean? Like, I saw the picture of, like, the, the season seven. Did she just get, like, a dumb haircut, or is that a different actress? You'll have to just watch. Okay. Does the I don't actress... spoil things. Okay, but, like, I mean, it's already kind of spoiled because I saw the picture but of But you it. don't know what, why, where, when, how. It doesn't really, like, you can take whatever assumptions you want based on a picture, but you're probably inaccurately depicting that in your own mind. That's that's fair. That's pretty fair, I guess. All right. Um, another um, another thing that I got going on is I started watching Hawkeye. Um, the first two episodes came out uh, last Wednesday. Have you seen them? It, I have not. Is it so good? Don't spoil it for it's me. It's a I, lot you of already fun, did. I can tell by the look in your face. You already spoiled it for me. It's so it's, good. It's so fun. <laughs> like, it's so yeah. fun. Good. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you about it. Like I'll hold off another week, but you got to catch up. But I also have an announcement that has to do with Hawkeye is um, next week. I will be joining the podcast Dark Wars to do a breakdown of episode three of of Hawkeye. Yeah. 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 Um, The only reason why you're not included in this is that we are working on different time zones and you will still be at work. Yeah. (laughs) hundred <laughs> percent but it'll be a fun way for us to promote the podcast outside of just our own show and then um you know i'm watching the shows i'm taking notes like crazy like i'm don't make us look a fool thomas no no i'll bring be I'll prepared bring yeah I'll bring get some heat. notes fucking be ready yeah yeah so uh i'm looking forward to joining the, the guys over at the stark wars part podcast so yeah, they're a podcast cool. that's basically all about uh marvel and star wars essentially they're a really tight-knit group um they they really put themselves in a nutshell there but it's i can't wait to join them and talk hawkeye yeah it'll definitely be something that all of our people should check out and tune into yeah so give them a listen you know the star wars podcast um and then i should be joining them for episode three of hawkeye which releases wednesday and i think we're supposed to record on thursday sweet yeah it's super awesome yeah man um so hockey pool you've been following it what the fuck happened thomas like i i I had an understanding in my head that you knew hockey and that you like knew the nhl and stuff what the fuck is happening man you know what i think all of my players got together and went i think this fucking asshole thomas size drafted us let's not get any more points (laughs) hey my goalies you want to just like lose all the fucking time and get injured and all that stuff yeah i'll go fuck myself i don't know how it happened where paul is now in fifth place. He's doing great. He's skyrocketing. Like, honestly, I was looking at it earlier from first place to eighth place after tonight and tomorrow. It's anybody's fucking game. I don't know who's going to be in first place after the dust. I got some some big games today. Like tonight, LA is playing Ottawa and I'm, I'm hoping my LA guys will fucking tear it up for me. But like, I need, hopefully you can gain some ground back for fuck's sakes i i need some goalie wins i need a couple shutouts and yeah. they're just not happening and it's it's hurting me like like uh, my goalies are on like losing streaks bennington hasn't won a game and like a oh, red hot minute and since picking up marty blackwood or Mackenzie blackwood sorry he's got me one win and it's fucking hurting yeah you were like making a tear i've only had one goalie this whole time but it, yeah i got lucky with well a, a i gave you advice goalie. to pick up carrie price when he was coming back and then they're like carrie price is coming back and then like the next day like and he's checked in himself into a rehab center so it, it's still tight though like he might be back yeah did you put uh hughes back in your lineup 
I never had it. Uh, no, he's still injured. Is he? Yeah. I yeah, he's, he's coming back. Fucking, uh, what's the other guy? Braden Point just got injured for me. Like six yeah. weeks, they're saying he's out. And I'm like, fuck. It's hard to make, like, you don't want to overreact. you hold on to him make... and not get any points? Or do you put him on the block Yeah, and not franchise him? And like that's what happened to me when I got rid of Shea Theodore. I lost him immediately. Yeah, it's a tough call. Like I don't, uh, you don't want to use it up too quick. And no. if you're not like in a point crunch, like if I was in fucking tenth place, I'd probably dump his ass right fucking now. Which I could be in tenth place after the weekend. Who who's to say? But as of right now, it's been running and rolling pretty good for me where my other players have picked yeah. up for the guys that have been injured. I've had a steadily, steadily injured line. Having those Edmonton Oilers on your team, like, really helpful. Like, if anyone has a chance, we need Oilers to just not Shit win. To bed. That's just what win. hurts me so bad, though, is if I have one fucking bad game from the Oilers, I'm fucked. Like they, yeah. but they've been rolling and it's been lucky. Like, yeah. but it doesn't like, it's, it's a widespread team effort for my guys because I have some other guys on other teams that are producing at a little bit higher of a percentage than what I had anticipated them to produce. Yeah. So it's going okay, but I got a lot of room for improvement. I got some trades coming for sure. Yeah. And then you got to make some like smart moves. Like I just got rid of Duncan Keith for one, he got injured, but at the same time, like I thought he was going to be doing a lot better than, for sure. He was. So I picked up someone off the, the wild who's got some decent points. I just put Max Domi on my team replacing Jordan Stahl because Jordan Stahl has been – he was my least amount of point getting. And then, like, yeah. there's like I got some decent sleeper picks that are always been consistent. Like, I picked up Troy Terry, who has been amazing for me. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Austin Matthews is still, like, my number one point getter. But the fact is, is that he's not producing as much as, like, no, he's nowhere where we expected him to be by this yeah. point of the season, right? Yeah, so... It's a know. tough one. Like, I got Carson Soucy, who's fucking... Why did I pick that guy? But he's not, like, getting me in the negative. He's gotten a few... I need to trade his ass, though. He's got to yeah. go. So, yeah, it's all about... You got to look. And, like, have you made any trades, really? Yeah, I've made a couple. I got rid of Kako for fucking uh, Price, which was a stupid trade in the end. Well, it was a stupid... Pro- it was stupid after you get more information. Like, remember when I traded uh, Ryan Strom for... Uh, Max Domi and then as soon as I made the trade then it was announced that Max Domi got hurt yeah that's tough those are tricky times and that's the thing like uh so yeah I have him who's fucking out Bo and Byram got injured for a bit there which sucked yeah but uh, like a couple injuries and then now Braden Point going down I'm like for fuck's sakes but we'll see what happens yeah I'm, I'm holding first right now by like two points so I'm fucked like, but like this is like produce. the tightest fucking pool and it can it's go crazy. anyway because you, you can get a 25-point game like that. It is crazy. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's what's crazy. Like, literally, I was, like, side 6'6", six, six, Mr. Paul, yeah. could fucking take first place tonight. And I got to tell you, and Paul's going to be listening to this, a fucking guy, once he gets a little taste of winning, he gets fucking arrogant. Like, <laughs> like I, I can't wait to have him on, and we, I, we, we have him booked. We're going to have him on soon. Um, but, like... I hope that you start having like a texting relationship with Paul about this whole hockey pool thing because he's yep. a bit of a fucking asshole. That's and funny. Uh, like I was always nice about it. I'd be like, oh man, you're doing all right. You're hanging in there. He goes like, I'm in. And then he goes like, I don't know, man, I'm in 10th place. I'm like, yeah, see, you're in the top fucking 10, buddy. And then like I gave <laughs> him like some advice. Like I like he picked up Getzlaff, who's been doing really well for him. Yeah. At my advice. And now I'm fucking pissed because now like he texted me today just like, 
just gave me those like you know that eye those eyes emoji of just like yeah look who's doing really well i'm like go <laughs> yourself paul like <laughs> jesus christ like no one expected you to bottom out like that you as you have not you but your players i thought you'd be like you just pick third right yeah so i thought you'd be like I, right and i have eight. a decent team the problem yeah, is, you do. is that like when it, when you have guys that just don't put the puck in the net or get the assist, it, like it hurts you for sure. And then I also have like I'm kind of struck with injuries, like Darnell Nurse being hurt. That's I don't want to get I don't want to get rid of him, but I also don't want to waste my last franchise. Like no, the second you get rid of him, he'll get picked up probably by me. So yeah. that's like I wouldn't I wouldn't do Would that. Would you Thomas. actually take him? Your team is eighty percent Oilers already. Like, do you want to risk having? I know that's why I didn't. Like that's what like one of the struggles against it, but at the same time, it's not hurting me right now. Yeah, like I don't know, tough call. Well, I think I right fucking now, Duncan Keith like, is available if you want him. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go down that road, but yeah. So like, I don't know. I made some moves. Like I, I'll invest in like making the trades. Like I don't know. Like I've already dropped forty bucks. I appreciate it. Yeah. Watch. It's all gonna make some trades. It's all gonna come out. It's all gonna come out in the wash, man. All I'm saying for sure is that it's been fun that I've been the first to hit 100 points, the first to hit 200 points. I'm hoping for the first to reach 300 points, but it's going to be fucking tight tonight. I might like as we're recording this and I'm starting to talk like the tiniest little bit of shit about it. I might get fucking crushed tonight and I'm okay with that because it's fun and it gives you like being part of a hockey pool. This is my first. It's fun to have something else to watch and to like play for and cheer for. Well, as of right now, you're still in first. You you, you got a strong point fiver right now in points. Yeah, my boys are playing tonight. We should yeah. clean house. Yeah, and I I'm already doing well myself. Like I got like one and a half points. That means a guy got an assist. So I'm. Oh, looking, that's really good. Like, what place I, does that put you in? Ninth. Oh, nice. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 on the comeback trail. It just what it happens is is like goalies are clutch in this league. They are. If they don't win. It fucks you. It fucks you. But the problem, like, the good thing that you have with having Carey Price is he's not losing you any points. Exactly. That is huge. And that's the same with Carson Soucy. He's not losing me points. And my point getters are getting me points. Yeah. It's crazy, like, you know, the way these things go. The guy who picks seconds struggling at times to bear backstroms or whatever. I'm just ahead of him. But I'm ahead of him by a C hair. Like, it is. And he's fucking got dry sidle. The yeah. best in the league right now. He's got Drysdale. He's got Sidney Crosby. He's got all these guys, but like he's got he has one guy on his team. I'm not sure if you're re- watching the group chat. I did see that, on yeah. Arizona, and he said, "Like I think today's the day I'm going to get rid of him." And I was like, "Nah, man, you should keep him on your team. It keeps you honest." He goes, "You know what, Tom? You're right." Then he announces in the group pocket, uh, group chat. He goes, uh, "You know what? If he gets a goal, he's staying on the team for the rest of the season. Gets a goal, and then has struggled since." So. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Like you can, on any given night, you can hit the fucking shit tank or you can win the lotto. Right. But here's the other thing too, is that I'm watching these other teams, teams that I thought that weren't going to do so well are doing a lot better than I thought. Like, but where the fuck did Buffalo get the audacity to be a good team this year? Can you believe it? Like what the fuck? And now I'm watching Anaheim. Like An- I, I, I slept on Anaheim. There were a few guys I wish I took from Anaheim. Um, yeah. I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at, um, Minnesota, like they're doing a lot better than I thought they would. For sure. Um, and then like the blues, I thought were going to be fucking stellar because I made a bunch of fucking picks from St. Louis and it's hurting me. 
really St. Louis has been helping me to be honest. I've had a really good run with them. Go fuck yourself. Sean. No, Kairou, I'm saying he's fucking playing. Oh, Kairou is a great pick. He's, he's consistently on the board. Kid. Consistently. Yeah. Like it bums me out so much that he is your last pick and he is I think he was like your bot he's in your bottom half anyway. Definitely. But he's consistently he's near the end. getting you points. Yeah, he was a good pickup. Yeah. Um, no, it's been fun though. I like it's enjoyable to play and to watch yeah. with everyone and see the banter back and forth at times too is really funny. So it's yeah. fun. You I gotta, always just you miss. gotta chime in every now and again. Like, I, I want to, but I always miss the fucking parts where I have yeah, something to chime you got, in. You gotta turn on late. notifications on like on this time. Like like I was fucking getting it from Morgan the other day, but I was also giving it back to him. And it was just like Morgan's going on and on about how great Ovechkin is. And I guess like, hey Morgan. Nobody cares, you fat fuck. And then it just continues <laughs> from there. He goes, you know it what, is. Tom? I'm going to kick you out of the group chat. I go, and then like everyone goes like, no, Tom is inevitable. You can't help it. <laughs> I remember the last time the Oilers won the cup, like watching Messier hoist the cup. Yeah. And from that time till the time that Ovechkin won the cup, I didn't like give a shit who won because yeah. the Oilers weren't playing. But getting to watch Ovechkin raise the cup after, like, years of putting in his hard work and being one of the best players, I, I enjoyed watching that ceremony. It was cool seeing Crosby win the cup, too, not going to lie, obviously. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it was a big fucking moment for Ovechkin when he won that, and he's he's a goddamn good player. I haven't heard from Uncle John in a ho- red-hot minute. How's he liking the hockey pool? How's he feeling about it? I haven't talked to him either. I think he's enjoying it, I'm assuming. He's been, like fighting to you know he's clawing away he was in first or second third place a couple times here and there so he's he's enjoying it i'm sure yeah he wants to win he doesn't like to lose he only likes to win because like the few times he chimes in on the group chat it's he's fucking lethal yeah you like that and then he started making fun of sam too that because sam like as soon as you make like a dumb trade or you make like a trade of like a guy like I'm hoping no one takes him, but he's hurt for me right now. I'm hoping I, no one just – I don't want to waste a franchise, though. Like, whenever you do one of those trades, Sam's fucking on him like a fat kid on a cupcake. And then there's fucking Uncle John going, like, typical fucking Sam, just vulturing everyone's fucking players. That's funny. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah, that's the commish. What do you do? I know. I call collusion, but, you know, <laughs> who, am I, who am I going to complain to? Fucking Sam? About Sam? Yeah, pretty much. There yeah. should have been some kind of committee formed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I put we put out there last week about what uh, a gift exchange for you and I, like a theme for, um, I gotta say, uh, a little upset with the feedback we got. We didn't get a whole lot. But what we did get is we got an email, but we also have a brand new email jingle that I will be throwing on in the edit here. But like I sent it to you, you heard it. It's fucking yeah. fire, right? Yeah, I like it. It was pretty fun. Yeah. So uh, we'll be throwing that in right now. Two sides to every email. Two sides to everyone. Two sides to every email. Settle in. Let's get it done. So we got the one email from Mark uh, that gives his two cents. Mark (laughs) was also singing on the theme song. Um, So he goes like Christmas gift theme. He goes, perhaps uh, Canadiana. So I guess like, like like that's the Canadian version of Americana. Is it Canadiana or Canadiana? Potato, potato kind of thing. Okay, I prefer Anna. Yeah. Um, so he goes canoe keychains, matching beaver belt buckles, moose mittens, igloo earmuffs. I feel like the possibilities are endless. Happy holidays, fellas, Mark. Which you know, 
I'm not mad at that. I actually, no. I actually, I, whatever the theme does end up happening, I actually found you a little cheap something that I want to get. Like I already got it for you. Nice. So, but like That's whatever scary. the theme we is, like it's it's not going to put me over budget. This is like a really teeny tiny thing that I think you just need to have. In we your haven't. Mind. Have we settled on a budget? No, we haven't. So we know what is our budget, and then does that include shipping? That's a tough call because what's shipping like at least like 15 bucks track shipping across Canada, I'm guessing, but maybe more because of where you are. Yeah. And then am I shipping it to Montreal? Also, am I... uh, you could ship it to Montreal. I'm going to Montreal for Christmas. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And then you could ship from Montreal potentially. So it's cheaper for you too. Well, I mean, I, I don't think it's that much of a difference. Cause okay. I, what I was thinking about using my company to ship it and then just have you pick it up at, uh, the cargo department it's like you'll have to go driving to go to get the it. airport yeah but it that's would... fucking not shipping then that's just like here's a big chore to get something a prize at the end of the chore that's fucked up i think you have to mail it i don't think this i'm is just saying option. it's a lot cheaper for me to do it that way though i'm gonna mail mine to st john's newfoundland and you'll have to drive there to that's not at all the same thing not at all <laughs> not at all the same thing i think it's like same close level N- not even a little bit yours is 20 minutes i'm gonna like get it set up so that you have to solve 15 riddles and puzzles along the way Ugh. that involve math to fucking your, your concept your of time is just terrible it's precious it's fucking <laughs> i only have another like you know fifty thousand minutes on this planet <laughs> i like we'll figure it out if i have to ship it normally because you want it to your door yeah fine. i feel but like I, it's not a present if it's not to your door based I on like, like i'm a man on a budget and having a 70 percent off discount for using the cargo <laughs> department of my work should be allowed to be used i think it's just greasy i don't know it's like this i don't know I don't saying, know what to man. say about that. I would drive 25 minutes to go get a present for me. That's <laughs> just what I'm saying. And then, like, look. what like, would you be upset? Like, what happens if it gets shipped to your place and then you're not home and you get that Air Canada hanger? I was like, not not Air Canada, Canada Post hanger on your door saying you have to go to this location. Are you gonna bitch about it then? I have a professional package claimer. We're good. Oh, you have <laughs> you have Gene. Yeah. We take care of an 81-year-old. She's all about receiving them packages. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, we also got, I also put it out on the Instagram. I'm going to put it out on the Instagram again um, because I really want more input. I want a little bit more fan involvement. Um, but uh, we got a theme from um, Scott who said, Kevin Smith theme, like we talk about it on the podcast. Like, you know, uh, maybe we find something from, his store or maybe we find something like there's a bunch of kevin smith stuff at like comic book shops uh warp one on white ave had that that's where i got my jay and silent bob action figures yeah oh yeah there's stuff all around they have a lot of fandom stuff kevin smith in general there's a fucking plethora of things that he's done and been involved with as well right yeah so you can go as far as like the flash and uh supergirl because anything he's involved in yeah it's an interesting uh, prospect for sure. I like the two ideas so far. Put yeah, forth. I do like. I also like. I do want us to get some more fan input, but eventually, you and I are just going to decide on something. We can just go like, w- like uh, the theme that I was going to pitch originally was, what have we learned about each other so far by doing this podcast, and then go based on that. Yeah, that's interesting. 
Yeah, because like, what have you learned? Like, and honestly, like that'd be a good way to do that. Of the what have you learned of me so far? Because I'm really big on those gifts. I, I, I hate it when you get gifts that are just things. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I dated a girl whose like mom and stepdad had us over, and I was just watching how they did gifts, and they just bought crap. Yeah, that's tough. And it was just, it was weird to just be like, cool. The 2017 coin collection. That's awesome. I didn't give a fuck. Like, but also really? the I would tech. fucking love that. No, I know you would. I don't I'm give a joking. shit about that. Yeah, that makes sense. But but at like, the same time, like like one thing you're saying about like I've seen things and I know things that I would get for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's certain things I'm like, oh fuck, like Thomas would like this, or you know, because yeah. I've gotten to know you through those things, and like yeah. I'm the same kind of way where I, I do like to give meaningful gifts. What a gift should be meaningful, like just giving you crap. Like I got a fucking portable charger that didn't work. Like it was like they were just dumb things that they just. That's funny. Like, the only thing that was good is that I got like a flannel jacket, and I got years of use out of it. That was like the only good gift I got from them, and I was super appreciative. But I was like, but but they also got like their own children crap. Like it was just That's crap. Funny. Things that took up space in one's place. Like, why the fuck do they do you not know your kids? That is fucking dumb to me. It is a waste of fucking money. Yeah, well, I could, don't disagree at all. Like you're spending money on a coin collection. Does this person really care? I I knew the girl really well who I was dating. Would I have the thought of coin collection for that year cross my mind for a gift for? Not even a little bit. Like that's fucking a waste of fucking. It would money. be different if she got you like a Harry Potter fucking themed coin, like something that you're super into. That yeah. would be different. But just that a would be random different. like meaningless coin set where you're like, are you fucking serious, right? Like, is this like, what you got? Who, yeah, I like, know what you mean. Like, how dare you even wrap this? Like, this yeah. isn't a gift. This is an obligation. Pretty much, this is like oh, I found something up, and I got it for you. And if that was like a, an add-on gift or a stocking stuffer, that's a different story. Yeah. But if that's your fucking like key gift, basically, then you're like, oh, thank, thanks. Like, and it's still nice to receive things. Like, I don't mean to sound like ungrateful if I was agreeing with what you're saying about, you know, like what the fuck is it? Like, any gift is a nice gift. The fact that they yeah. thought of you, but if you know me and it's someone really close to me and I got you meaningful things and then you, in retort, I got nothing meaningful back. Then I yeah. agree with you. 100%. Yeah. But like, I, I don't want to give you shit just to like take up space on your mantle. Like for sure. Like, like, like I go back to like that friends episode where like, like Joey got Chandler a best friends bracelet. Like, yeah. Don't you know the guy like at all? Like that's not like, I get the sentiment behind it, but at the same sure. time, like I wouldn't get Garfield a fucking Monday calendar. No, I agree. Like, I there's, there's just certain things like that. Like I would get him fucking lasagna. It's funny, like, um, funny how that works. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point, and that's why it's like it, the themes are helpful, but it's also at the end of the day our fucking decision. Yeah. So give us a good theme. Yeah, <laughs> give us a good theme. But if not, like, and if people don't chime in the way I do, like, I do think the what have we learned so far from each other about each other, I think would be a decent like way about it. So where do you want to stand on the uh, budget for the gift? Well, I was thinking like usual, like decent price point is 50 bucks. Yeah. I was thinking that that... too. Okay, cool. 50 bucks with like $15 shipping on top. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm cool with that. I I can meet these demands to the door. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, fucking A, Sean. You're funny. I'm just saying, like, I have this superpower. Why won't you just let me use it? Uh, I don't know. It sounds like a fucking... <laughs> uh, cost me next to nothing to get it to you. But no, I'll pay top dollar. It's like, uh, I'm trying to think of, like... It's, it's like if you own a restaurant and then you're like, I'm going to take someone out to a restaurant for dinner tonight. And then they always take you to their restaurant. And you're like, you know, like if you're going to take me out to dinner, maybe I want to try something different. But it's like they always take you to their restaurant because it's their restaurant. They don't have to pay as much for it. Yeah. That'd be cool, too. I'm a bachelor. I'm going to cut corners on my budget (laughs) where I fucking can here. All right. That's funny. Sorry, I'm not like a a leader of industry like yourself. You could just (laughs) spend money willy nilly on shipping things. I was gonna have my driver personally drive to <laughs> drop it off at your door. Yeah, uh, I'm just sad I don't have an in, maybe, but it's not really an in if you have to work for it. I don't know. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. I I'm just saying that I, when you have discounts, I think I should be allowed to use them. Do you often like clip coupons when you go to the grocery store? No. Okay. Should I? A hundred percent. Yeah, we all should, I suppose. Yeah, but I don't even think that they do it anymore. Like, I don't think that there's coupons anymore. I'm not. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Like, still, some every single in the mail time still. I see those like, like newspaper fold out <laughs> about what's going on in my local grocer, they just let me know what's on sale, and then I just shop according to that. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I see. Like, like there's still coupons for sure. Costco yeah. sends them out. Yeah, I don't, I don't use them. It's too much hassle. Yeah. Yeah, I just, you need to be, like, you need to have someone that is a little bit psychotic to do that. Like, you need respectably psychotic. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's a a respectable mental illness that goes in with coupon got a uh, c- coupon cutting. Yeah. If there's, like, something that's amazing, like, an amazing deal, and you're like, holy fuck, this coupon is, like, fucking 50%. Then I, I could see, but it's people that use coupons, like, for every shopping trip, that's fucked up. Yeah, I just I uh, but Good I probably for you, though. I pretty sure. your pennies where you can, right? Yeah, I probably should, but I found cheap places to do grocery shopping and stuff around here that you get to shop local and buy local and all that stuff. So I'm I'm gonna be abusing that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it'll be a good time had by all. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but yeah, so no, I'm excited to see where this goes. So yeah, if you want to give your two cents on. The theme we're going to give it one more week here um hit us up on the email that's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com again the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com yeah yeah we and you can hit us up hearing, on sorry we look forward to hearing from you it's funny because we're saying this again but our cool ass song has already played in the middle of this which is fucking mind-blowing yeah and like you could be a part of that song. We could be playing the song for you. And when we now have a jingle to go with emails, you can be part of it. Yeah. So just get yourself involved. And I love talking. I love hearing things from the fans. It takes five minutes to write us an email. Do it. Indeed. I highly encourage that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you got to get on Hawkeye this week. I will. Yeah, I'm excited. And then uh, we both got to we, we're both like a day behind because we're recording this on a Saturday. New Discovery came out yesterday. I still haven't gotten mm-hmm. a chance to watch it, but we, so like episode two was released yesterday. So hoping like we'll get up to date as we 
throw out the podcasts and all that stuff but yeah. definitely we'll have to make it a weekly discussion point that's for sure oh yeah and then i'm gonna have a whole bunch of points to talk about hawkeye episode three for next week's podcast so um if you don't tune into the episode of stark wars where i'm gonna talk about it in depth i'm gonna have a bunch of things to sum up and how i felt about a hawkeye season uh hawkeye episode three makes sense but, but i will say it's a fun it is it's so perfectly timed it like hawkeye with a christmas theme is just fun yeah i'm excited when i like like i said in the last podcast when i saw that it was christmas christmas related i was like oh fuck yeah i'm so into that yeah and there's only six episodes which is like a perfect like it's just i think it's gonna line up with christmas pretty good and it's nice and it's what it is it's a race against the clock so hawkeye can have christmas with his family this upcoming Wednesday is fucking December 1st. That's crazy, hey? Yeah, man. It's moving day for me. Yeah. And the start of the Christmas season, officially. Yeah. And then I'll go get myself a tiny little tree to appease your Christmas Nazi ass. Good man. And, yeah. The Christmas dictatorship that is Sean Sides. Last night, like after I got home from work, I worked 10 hours, come home, and then we decided to start working on our Christmas at, in the inside. So day three kind of started last night, which carried into today for decorating. Okay. Let me tell you, man, we have a Christmas problem. <laughs> like the fact that it's too decorated? Oh, fuck. Like, no, it's not too decorated. It's just we have a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, man, like, you have lot. to draw the line somewhere, right? No, you don't. You don't ever draw the line you make um, fucking squiggles I, there's a guy that you and i both hold hold dear that lets us know that the line must be drawn here this far <laughs> no further uh, i really think that you should abide by that it's like, hard like it's like it's fucking insane dude like, like my buddy addy i was talking to him and i was like fuck sean has like a christmas problem he has like four christmas trees he goes i do that i put a christmas tree in every fucking room i'm like that like, where does Santa fucking put the gifts? Does he have to put one a little bit on under each one? Why are you making the fucking old guy work? This he always like, knows. He always you know, knows where to put He was them. like, yeah, we're even getting a tree for outside. A tree for fucking outside. <laughs> we're like, actually looking at that right now as well. We were no, thinking Sean. About- you're, this is a problem. This is like, honestly, <laughs> that's a problem. If you're you looking have, for a you tree have no idea. to put outside, just plant a fucking tree. Have it all year round. Well, we have like trees outside that are decorated, but we have like these pink decorations that we had done a white and pink Christmas tree that Crystal had loved and bought like the decorations for. So now we have them. We don't have a way to use them. So she was like, maybe we should brighten up the back deck a little bit more with another Christmas tree. If we could go buy a real one and set it up outside. So we might just do a real one and decorate it outside too. But yeah, it, it's just why, why not feel more joy? That's, but it like, seriously though, we're having problems. <laughs> Let me transition back. We have a fucking problem. Like we buy shit from garage sales for Christmas. So throughout the summer, we pick things up. We forget what we buy and then we bring it all out. And it's so much fucking work to put it all up. Like you have no idea. Yeah, man. You'll see videos. Like I'm not, I haven't done yeah, any, I'm still like, waiting video. for like, you yeah, gotta give me the gotten... combination so I can do the before and after and all that stuff. So I can put it up on the We're Instagram. not finished just yet. So like I can do the outside video soon here. Cause the outside is pretty well wrapped up now. Yeah. But the inside is still probably, um, we're hoping by December 1st, it'll be fucking complete. Cause like, that's the goal, I, but you won't believe it. You won't fucking believe the amount of shit that I we have set up. I just feel like, man, simple is a little bit better. That can like, be fun. I am too. all for like the thing I love doing 
is whenever I'm dating someone, I get them a Christmas decoration for the sock and stuffer. That is a must. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, like I always like adding to their own little Christmas stuff. But like when you have your whole house is devoted to like <laughs> everything is Christmas, I think you got to like pump the brakes a little bit and spend your money fucking elsewhere. You'll see. You'll I, see. I, I, I'm, Honestly, I'm there is overdoing it, but like we, I think we do it just right. But at the same time, your like whole I said, house is Candy Cane Lane. Like I saw, like oh, the yeah. video you sent. No one else is decorated. It's <laughs> no, shameful. It's pretty, that video I sent was last year too. You'll see. Like we don't need other houses to participate because we'll do enough on the outside. I'll get you like a, a better one going, but oh. yeah, it's fun. And like we literally had to make the executive decision that we have to do a second and third Christmas village. You know what the worst part about this is? You're you really making that, me come off as like a Grinch in Scrooge, and I'm not. <laughs> like, I fucking love Christmas, but I just think that it should not take over fucking everything. I think I, a lot like, of people are going to disagree with you. Yeah, I don't think it joy, should take bring over joy. Like Joy to the world. There's there's a thing about having joy, and then there's just like you're on heroin with your fucking Christmas right now. Oh yeah, this is what like this is like the I need that fix. I need that. Dude, Christmas I'm fix. like mother need, from like, you're chasing spotting. a fucking Christmas the... dragon right now, and you're always gonna be outdone by what you did that like the year before. So you're oh, never yeah. gonna be completely happy. It's true. Like we were talking, and probably three years we'll be outside in a Mister and Mrs. Claus suit pouring hot chocolate for passerbyers because that's the level we're going to be at. We have no choice. Why do you think I'm growing the beard? Do you think it's just to look fucking fashionably sexy and hot? That's a nice side fucking thing that happens when I do it. But really, I'm getting ready to be Santa Claus, motherfucker. Sean, you have a Christmas problem. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just sit down, watch Elf and all the good movies that come with Christmas and just carry on. I wish I had the scissor skills of Elf. Oh, don't we all? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> even like all of his like Christmas decorations, at least they were handmade and like it wasn't like, you know, a lot. But fuck, I, I was watching Elf last night. And it's a good watch. Up. It's so oh, funny. It's such a good fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Christmas is great. And like, the fact that you get to feel like a kid again in ways and brighten up people's days. That's what does it for me always. What, what's a, um, what's a odd Christmas movie, technically a Christmas movie, but you, like, you, you know, you can watch it anytime of the year. Cause technically it's probably not a Christmas. Well, movie. like obviously lethal weapons and diehards and yeah. Batman um, Returns. Another, trading places is another one. It's set at the Christmas season. It's not necessarily a Christmas yeah. movie. Um, there's a lot of good ones like that that I find. Uh, yeah. Mixed Nuts, you ever seen that one? No, Steve Martin, Adam Sandler. Really, it, I think it was Adam Sandler's first appearance in a movie. Okay, it's a decent little one. Like, it's yeah. there's a lot of those movies where, you, like, Cool Runnings, not a Christmas movie, can totally watch at Christmas. Well, it has to do with the Winter Olympics. You should probably only watch that at the end of January, early February. Nobody watches movies in January, that's weird watches movies in january you've watched um, too many did, movies and did you end up going to see afterlife Ghostbusters? i did not no okay. plans fell through there wasn't a lot of decent seats left so we ended up bailing on it did you 
Uh, no, um, I was going to go with my aunt and she doesn't like going out during the week. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Well, like she had like a Monday off and I was like, let's go to a matinee. And then I looked and the the one theater in Fredericton, that's right, one theater, uh, they don't do matinees right now. Oh, shit. So I was just like, well, all right. So you want to see it tonight? And she's like, ooh, seven o'clock. That's pretty late. And I went, okay, old lady. <laughs> so That's I have, uh, I got like Tuesday off before I move into the apartment. So maybe I'll uh, go in and see it by myself. I have no qualms with doing that. Like going to go see a flick by myself. If I want to see the movie, I'll see the movie. Like I don't, like there's nothing weird to me about seeing a movie all by my lonesome. I've never done it. It's kind of peaceful, man. If you kind of make the day about yourself, one of the things I used to love doing is because there's always a chapters near the local theater. So if I can time it right where I need a new book, I'll just go early, go to chapters, grab a book, get to the theater a little bit early, start the book, put the popcorn and the soda on the side, and then I just read my book. And then the time it's movie time, boom, bust out the popcorn and the soda and just enjoy. I'm not trying to like sound like a fucking ass when i say this but i'm gonna probably sound like an ass when i say this that's i'm sorry man that's fucking sad like you just fucking really? read a book and like you're just reading a book and then you gotta see a movie alone like that it bothers me a little bit that you have to go through that i find it so peaceful man yeah that's fair it just seems like, a little bit like unfortunate like i i don't know doing exactly what i want to do like, you that's ever just true. watch you ever watch a show by yourself not often, no. I usually like will sit with the dogs or something, not by myself, you know. Yeah. See, like, I don't know, man. I get great peace on like doing stuff by myself. There is like, peace in solitude for sure. Yeah, that, that's why Superman had his fucking fortress, uh, of, fortress solitude. of solitude. <laughs> yeah, like that's funny. There's something to, like I am a guy that like I do need those moments of just like. I need to be by myself, whether I like I find ways around it. Like that's one of the beautiful parts about working shift work. Like if yeah, I ever do, spots. Yeah, like if I ever do move in with someone again, I'm gonna have to like well, I have Tuesday off. Looks like we're having a Thomas Day and I'll get my fix. I know and what like, you mean. It is nice to have like a Sean Day. I've had Sean Days and yeah. they're fun. Yeah, and like there's nothing wrong with doing shit by yourself. Like Mm-hmm. I don't know like I can go to a bar by myself I can go to a restaurant by myself because like it was the I've thing never I... done restaurant either like a fast food maybe you know but no, sitting no. in like a fine dining restaurant by yourself that seems a little it, weird it was also like a thing like would happen with by doing shift work sometimes I would be done work by like one in the afternoon and then I'd have the rest of the day and everyone has a normal job mm-hmm. so like well I want to go to lunch I don't want fast food I want to like have like I want to go to lunch what type of restaurant are we talking? Like, just like a bar? That's fine. No, no, no. Are you like, talk- like, um, I went to like, there's the Japanese place, Dorinku. Like, if I'm craving like ramen or like some fancy Japanese dishes, I'll go there. Or like, um, I did this mostly when I was in Edmonton because I like lived alone. All, everything I was doing was alone. Yeah. So, like, un- unless like it was after everyone's work day. So mm-hmm. I was perfectly content with going like, fuck it. I want to go to here to have lunch because i like it like fair enough and i don't think that there's a problem with eating by yourself i don't think there's anything inherently sad about it (laughs) i understand 
you feel I really strongly don't. on this subject because like <laughs> i look at it from like my perspective all the time which is like and i'll do that when i see other people like by themselves sometimes which is just like that dude just wanted some fucking noodles with a side. I don't usually go there and think that way when I see someone sitting and like example, I was me and Crystal had like a Wednesday when Super Troopers 2 came out. We were like, mm-hmm. let's go catch a movie tonight. And that was the movie we ended up seeing. But there was two guys. There was only four of us in the theater, me and Crystal sitting in the back. And then one guy on the left, one guy on the right, like several 10, 15 rows in front of us. Mm-hmm. And I said to Crystal, I'm like, this is the saddest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, maybe we should introduce them. Maybe they need an icebreaker. They're both at Super Troopers too. They'd probably fucking love each other's company. But it just, we didn't but do even that. Then, like, it's, uh, like, watching movies, not like a talking thing. And that is another reason why I love going to movies by myself. Because sometimes you bring a guest to a movie and then they're asking you the questions that you're trying to figure out by watching the fucking yeah, that's movie. Annoying. But I'm just saying, like, there's certain things humans do together where you don't talk. And, like, going to a movie is one where you don't necessarily, you yeah. shouldn't talk, but you do it with humans. Yeah, I just, watching a movie is one of those things where if I can do it at home alone and it's fine, why can't I do it, uh, like, in public alone? I can answer you. <laughs> Let me. Can, there's a lot of things you can do. <laughs> okay, granted, like so within social aspects, like I'm, I'm saying watching right. a movie alone is on okay. to watching was, a movie in theaters. It all by felt yourself. so Pee Wee Herman. I was really worried for a yeah. few minutes. There. No, no, no. Like <laughs> there are fucking lines. I get it. And without going into an X-rated detail, all I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with. I agree. I'm just like, I went and saw Eternals yeah, by myself because I had nothing to do on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And um, that's just what it was. Out of left field, I'd like to ask you a question because it you reminded me of this and I thought about this earlier. And I was wondering like something about you. If you had to eliminate from this world one of two things, either soup or pizza. Every incarnation of soup, every incarnation of pizza you could possibly think of in any way, but you have to fucking kill one and it will be gone forever. Do you kill soup or do you kill pizza? It's a pretty serious question. I know. Yeah. Um, I'm really thinking about it. Like, I'm trying to think about, like, what do I consume more? And, like, flavor wise, enjoyment wise, like, like, going out and grabbing a slice, going out and grabbing some, like, like, it's a tough one, right? I thought about that. I was thinking about this myself. Oh, this like, is an easy question for you. For me, it is, but there's still soups I love. I love stew. I love chili. I love fucking clam chowder. That's really good. You know, there's certain types of soup that I'll still eat, but I'm like, it's a, it's for me, obviously I'm going to go with pizza. I'll fucking kill soup. But for you, it poses an interesting question. I think I'd like, kill pizza for the sole reason being as a consumption level. I go for soup more often than I go for pizza. Like, Interesting. Don't get me wrong. There are times where like I'll order myself a pizza, like plan like a fucking night, like pizza and movie beers, and it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. But like what it's a I'm comfort at, food for you, right? Yeah. But like when like fall to winter to spring rolls around, like I love having soup around. Like you 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 want to get a little extra warm or something and like nothing complements a sandwich better pizza man like it's interesting that's an interesting yeah, like, I, I, I wasn't I sure I when you first asked me i thought i'd like eliminate soup but now that i'm really thinking about it i think i eliminate pizza hmm. 
strictly on the rate of which I consume it. Yeah, that's for me. That's why I would eliminate soup just because I do consume pizza more than soup, I would say. Yeah. And I like, so, there's so many different incarnations of pizzas, just as many as there is of soup, I would say. Yeah. So They're uh, comparable. I think since living here, I've had pizza once and that was because someone bought it for us at work. Yeah. Like some manager came to town and be like, guess what? <coughs> I bought you guys pizza. But like, I haven't gone for pizza on my own yet. Yeah. And then, Whereas you probably have gone for soup. I've like I've literally I've had I made myself a nice sandwich for lunch and I went like you know what would go great with this is a soup and I went out and got myself a soup to have with my sandwich. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. So it's fun posing those questions sometimes yeah. to really like think about. Yeah, it's like one of those like Mary Fuck Kill kind of thing. Yeah, basically. Ooh, since we're on it, Mary Fuck Kill. All right. Seven yeah. of nine, Deanna Troy, and uh Dax. Uh, kill Troy. Mary Seven. Fuck. Um, who did you say? Dax. Dax. Yeah, definitely. See, that's my I, answer. I would. I would kill Seven of Nine. Really? Yeah. I Why? would fuck Dax, and I would marry Troy. Really. Troy, you really want an empath fucking as your wife? You constantly really want a former board come. questioning every fucking move you make? <laughs> well, she's telling you every emotion you feel as you feel it, and you're like, "Don't tell me how I feel." She's like, no, "I know I how you feel because I'm be an empath." Best wife because she would like help me understand my feelings, and then not only that, actually be there to comfort me. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I would walk in the door. She's like, "You had a rough day today," and then she doesn't like abuse her empathic abilities either. She can just she just tunes in. She goes. Let's talk about this. That's a caring fucking person. That's a wonderful person to have in your wife as a yeah. wife. No, you make valid points. I can't disagree with like seven is the, the organization, the, the like thought process, the logic. Seven the, or like, nine would just nitpick your every fucking move. I don't think so necessarily. I think she'd be like, why are you entering me this way? She would be amazed by my efficiencies. So yeah, yeah, probably I'm like sure you're a real fucking level. stallion in the south. You would adore the efficiencies, right? So I think yeah. that's what it would come down to. Yeah, yeah. You're you're a true Adonis. I um, like how we both place Dax in the same place without her. She, I don't like I like watching her marriage to Worf. And then the fact that she's like been married and like she she like she she's seen the world. Night, but they're like she's so open minded and so lives such a life that yeah, I don't know if I could accommodate what a married life would be like. We'd, I'd have to be okay with going to orgies. Years. I'd have to be okay with drinking blood wine. I'd have to yeah. be okay with eating gawk. All kinds of shit. And that's just one aspect of her that we've seen. Yeah. Like there's so much, like she gambles. And, it, and it's not, Frangies. and it's not just that. Like she's so independent. Like she's so strong and independent. Like these aren't like negative attributes. It's just, I've got to make sure that I, like she needs a big, strong guy like fucking Worf that could, that's why they work well together. Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah, I stand firm on uh, killing seven because I just feel like if I married her, she would question everything yeah. I did. Honestly, there's no wrong answers here. I agree with what you're saying, too. That's the yeah. funny part. As you like just broke down Deanna, seven and Dax, I was like, every point you make is completely valid. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> you know, flavor yeah. of the month, I guess, however you want to see it. Yeah. And what about Tasha Yar? If you were going to throw her in the mix? 
I wouldn't even go there. Yeah. I don't like her. No, and she didn't aid. No, it's not my cup of tea. She was a lot of Star Trek guys' cup of tea. That's why they put her in Playboy. Yeah, anyway. it was a thing at some point. That's for sure. Yeah, strange, strange. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm a fan, and I, I, I've always had a thing for Deanna Troy. Actually, I don't know if I were to go with the women of TNG. So if I went Tasha Yar, uh, Crusher, Crusher, and I think I would then go kill Yar. Fuck Troy, Mary Beverly Crusher. I am such a Beverly Crusher guy. Like, I don't. She's like awesome. Yeah, she, she played a really good character, and, oh, and like it was just good. And Gates McFadden is just to this day so beautiful. She's so and, funny too. Like her personality yeah. type, she's just and, warming. And yeah, and she's witty. Like, like at least Beverly Crusher. I don't know Gates McFadden as a person, but the character of uh, Beverly Crusher is like she will have like she would have so much fun with my nonsense Mm -hmm. she's too cool for school i can agree yeah well sir i think uh this might wrap up another episode yeah i well another great one in the books you know Um, it it got heated at times well that's the whole point of this whole thing sean i'm not gonna gonna let fucking bullshit slide of having like 80 percent of your house become christmas i hope your electrical (laughs) bill is obscene and I want you to start going places with friends and family. Well, I do. Instead of alone. I'm not. Hold on. I don't just do everything alone. <laughs> I need that to be very clear. I went for beers at my cousin's house yesterday. I've gone oh, out to breakfast good. with them a bunch of times. It's just <laughs> I have weird days off. And if I have to wait for someone to be available, then I'm just putzing around at home. You have to be you have to be able hey, to love hey, yourself. You don't have to, to make justifications to me. I support you either yeah. way. But like you're making it seem like I'm a sad and lonely guy when really it is I'm just a strong independent fellow that doesn't mind doing shit on his own. No, you are a strong independent man. All right. I just want that to be very clear. It's like I feel like you 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 envision me taking a bath while listening to Mad World and just like debating is this today the day I'm gonna drop the toaster? Uh, it didn't seem that bad. Okay, good. Cause like like I don't see a difference between watching TV at home. Or watching it on a big screen in public. Like I guys don't get... out there listening, our fans, our sidekicks. Thomas is happy. He doesn't have to share his popcorn and snacks with anyone. So don't exactly. worry about him. He's fine. Yeah. And I to be fair, I wouldn't share my part popcorn snacks with fucking anyone. Get your own. <laughs> you have a job. Go fuck yourself. That's awesome. You do layer the butter, right? Uh on occasion. Okay. Because like there's sometimes like I sometimes I just don't do any butter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Just leave it alone and just enjoy. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's it. So that wraps up the podcast. Unless you want to bring up something else that we argued about and then make me seem like an asshole again. I feel like we're okay for now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So from all of us here at Two Sides of Story, this is uh, Tom Sides and this has been One Side of the Story. (laughs) This is Sean Sides and this is One Side of the Story. Have a great week, everyone. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Kapla! Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at two sides of the story 
on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.